Welcome to the Gratitude Slam Live. This is Michael Ian Seeger, the host of the Gratitude Slam. And today we're going to talk about perfectionism in relationships. And then we're going to slam down some gratitude for relationships. And we oh, might be thinking to ourselves, wait, wait, perfectionism in relationships. Well, I'm not a perfectionist, but are you in your relationships, right? Are you looking to seek harmony so much to the point that it's debilitating and you're ruminating? Well, if so, or even if not, take a listen in and see how this impacts you or others. Let's hop in. It is 8.01 a.m. Eastern Time here uh, in the Legacy of You. And that means it's the Gratitude Slam Live, which we do every Tuesday at 8.01 a.m. Eastern Time. If you are watching this as a replay, put in the chat section down below the word replay. That way I can come back and say hello. Uh, if you're feeling a little shy, maybe put an emoji. Or if you're feeling super, super duper shy, I don't have to put anything. Or if you're listening to this as a podcast, then just shout out into the air to all the strangers in the world replay just like that right my camera seems to be wanting to go on its own today um so we have a lot of new members in the gratitude slam so i want to explain what this is so every tuesday this is a ritual ritual is anything done with great care ritual is in our life as they say in fiddler on the roof life without tradition is as shaky as a fiddler on the roof right this idea that as humans we really like our homeostasis we really like to have some things that we know are okay well I know that's gonna happen so as you come in the room uh, as part of our ritual before we begin the attribute of actually slamming down gratitude uh, say a hello or a howdy or a hi or a shalom or a bonjour or anything inside the chat section uh, so that we can start kicking things off and be a little human in a digital era right now right and good morning, Roz. And like Roz did there, if this is your first time coming to a gratitude slam, or if you're a returnee, if, if you've done this before, even if you've done a replay before, then put an emoji or something like a, a, a plant or something green, or write the word growing inside the chat section, or write the word green inside the chat section to indicate, hey, I'm here. I get a little sunshine out of this. I get some nutrients out of this. And if this is your first time actually being part of a Gratitude Slam Live or a replay, then what I'd love for you to be able to do is put into the chat section right now uh, an emoji of like an animal or write the word animal uh, to say like, hey, I'm here. I'm in the jungle. This is great. What is happening with my camera today? I'm going to go like this, lock it in a little bit tighter. We'll see if this does the trick. And today's theme that I wanted to just bring up before we go into the slam part of the Gratitude Slam is this idea of perfectionism. And in Life on Your Terms, which is the um, group coaching process program in uh, the Gratitude Slam, we talk about perfectionism, right? And there's two kinds. There's uh, the debilitating kind, which is I, I don't want to lose. I'm going to play not to lose. And then there's the kind that's like edgy and makes us want to run faster. And that's I want to play to win, right? And this idea of not wanting to play to lose, perfectionism really could get in the way. Now, I do not identify at all in my work as a perfectionism, uh, but I've come to realize I'm a bit of a perfectionist in relationships. And I find that I'm ruminating um, when relationships have a discord or are in harmony or uh, the snow globe of relationships have been shaken. And I don't just mean um, romantic relationships. I mean, family, friends, co-workers, anything like that. So I'm, so I'm curious where other people stand in the chat section. 
put down, scale of one to 10, 10 being I'm debilitated by perfectionism inside relationships. And one being like, I'm, I'm not impacted at all. I don't care if everybody's pissed off at me. Like I probably put myself, I'm discovering more and more at maybe like a seven or an eight, used to be a 10 plus, even though the scale is on a 10. So where would you put yourself if we were to talk about that idea of perfectionism inside relationships? Um, how debilitating is it for you? Are you playing to win, always looking to just make them better? Um, where, where when there is discourse or, dis, or not discourse, uh, you know, not harmony or discord, that's the word I was looking for, that it's debilitating. Or one, I could give a damn. Everyone could be pissed off. So Roz is saying an eight. You know, I'm saying like a seven, some days an eight, some days a 10, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better. And so that's something I know I want to work on a little bit. And I just want to shout this idea out here into the ether for us to realize like, oh, wow, maybe I am a bit of a perfectionist inside my relationships. One thing that I'm realizing I actually didn't start is I didn't create the space for us. And so I like us all as we make this part of our ritual um, to find something that marks the beginning of opening up this space. So for me, I'm going to light a candle. For you to open up the space, you could knock on the table. You could pull on your ear. But what will open and close this space together? Because the idea is that this becomes part of a tradition for yourself, part of a ritual for yourself. And that you could even take it and, um, oh, Roz is saying her scale is backwards. I was going to say, Roz, you don't strike me as an eight on that. But um, hey, we all have our things. Yeah, for me, I, I, I still look for harmony in relationships quite a bit to the point that it, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes, even uh, not speak my complete truth um, to create that harmony. And that's not fair to myself nor fair to the other person. So I just want to state that I do not think that's a healthy way to approach the world. So part one, what are you doing to enter today's space? Part two, I always say bring a cozy beverage. So I've got some Gong Fu tea here. I've got some pu'er inside this tea, uh, inside this little purple clay teapot here. So I'm going to put this in here. I'll give it a second to brew, and then I'll pour it into my pot over here. Mm. So right, we're talking about, before we go into the slam, relationships in general. And how fast are you willing to speak your truth inside of relationships? Because here's one thing that's a definite, right? I feel better when I speak the truth, way better than when I lie. And not everyone is going to have a party and celebrate and have, bring cupcakes uh, when I speak the truth, right? So, by the way, what's in your cup of cozy? So what is it that you're drinking right now? <laughs> Roz is saying, okay, so she's a three. She has to have a perfect answer, maybe not perfect relationships. And uh, right, I'm married to Laura now, but having gone through divorce in the past, that definitely exercised the muscle of like, oh, wow, there doesn't always have to be harmony to come up with the best solution. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful. Roz is having a morning shake. So as you come in, say hello, and let's, uh, there's Kathy Zola in the room. Hey, Kathy, what's in your cup of cozy today? So happy to have you here as well. And for those of you watching the replay, I'd still love for you to participate. I'll go back, I'll say hello, I'll comment on some of your responses to this, because this is our time together. Not everyone can be up at 8.01 a.m. Eastern time uh, during the holiday season, especially because there's so much moving around. 
So let's move into the slam part of this. And I always love to do our three dot meditation, which is when we open up our keyboard and we just dot, dot, dot. Mm. As a reminder that we have the opportunity to bring our focus and bring our attention to the present moment. Just feeling the screen under your finger or the keyboard under your finger. If you're saying it out loud, saying dot, dot, dot. And even if you're watching this as a replay, still play with that. If you're doing the dishes or you're feeding the dog, right, stop. Just stop and come back and, and just recognize what it's like to bring your attention to the dot, dot, dot. Or take a breath. So here we go. I've got my gratitude rock with me that Lauren bought me. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. Take the time to type it out three times. If you're driving, obviously don't take the time to type it out. But say it out loud. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. If you're on the subway, I'll yell it out loud. If you're on the bus, say it out loud. As they say in show business, sing out, Louise. And we do this because there's so many new people in the slam who will probably end up watching the replay. We do this as an opportunity to practice gratitude, to practice gratitude, to practice gratitude in such a way that you don't feel like you have to always feel the emotion of gratitude, but you know that you've got access to it, that your brain's going to be thinking about it in times of adversity, right? The idea is to be able to take the practice of gratitude outside of this space that we create here together. Hey, Anne-Marie, great seeing you in here as well. Often when we go live, we've got a smaller audience, and I love it because we've got our space. And if there was 100 people, we'd have our space, or 1,000 people, we'd have our space. So we're going to create with the, the room that we have. And now let's just slam down three things of gratitude for relationships in our lives. One of the past, one of the present, and one of the future. So I'll go first, and I want you to go. And I want you to take the time to type out, I am grateful for blank. I am grateful for blank. I am grateful for blank. So I'll give an example. I'm grateful that there were friends uh, who were with me on the path until they went their own way. But it was a very loyal path while we were there together until we no longer um, decided to go in the same direction. Today, I am grateful for Lauren, my wife. That relationship is just so fun and rewarding and playful. And to see that that kind of vibration, dare I say, or opening or openness and curiosity and playfulness can exist is everything. Um, I want to have that for the remainder of my life, and I hope that I do, uh, in the sense of we are both here at the same time. Uh, I don't get to control that 100% but I do get control being present while I am there. And finally, I'm grateful for the professional working relationships I'm gonna have as we continue to build the Gratitude Slam and Life on Your Terms and my coaching practice, which by the way, if you're ever interested in having someone come to speak about these themes in your organization or company or group, feel free to uh, direct message me anytime you'd like. Taraz is saying grateful for your children. Raising them was a wonderful experience. Kathy is saying grateful that I was adventurous in your youth. And I still see you adventurous now, always exploring the mind, which is one of the forests that are still uncharted, right? 
So again, we're looking for three things of gratitude to slam down. This is why it's called the gratitude slam. And I'm saying that because we've got so many people. Because we're literally slamming down gratitude like it's a poetry slam. But it's a gratitude slam. So Roz is saying, grateful for your husband of 47 years. Ah, oh, man. My gosh. I just want to be like, how? Actually, I, I mean, I know how. But like, wow, you've been so much further along that path than me. Lauren and I just celebrated six. We celebrated six. So one thing of gratitude for relationships of the past, one thing you're grateful for for relationships of the present, and one thing you're grateful for for relationships in the future. So to project in that. So Kathy, grateful for your job, right? And imagine there's people in that job where there's gratitude to be shared as well. Roz is saying, I'm grateful for all the new people you will meet in the new in the coming years. Uh-huh. Yeah, like it might not be professional, might not be personal, might be strangers, might be spirits passing you on the street, right? Whatever that is, to be open to those who approach you. I've been I've been working on being better at when strangers come up and talk to me, whether it's at a store or whatever, to just be totally open. Often I'm like, all right, I'm a little chocolate tonight. I don't want to talk to anybody. And then I'm like, well, what could I learn here? You know, you know what 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 moment what you know what key on the piano have i not heard yet that this person possesses and to just be there so i'm working on that one i totally am obviously i'm good in groups but sometimes i get a little socially awkward where i'm like oh god someone's talking to me right and so we practice all of this gratitude and we slam down all this gratitude for the opportunity to be able to practice it and see well what do i have in my life versus what don't i right so gratitude is the practice of um, abundance and gratitude is the practice of what do I have right now? Where am I and where do I want to go? Uh, so it's a very optimistic mindset. It's fundamentally um, optimistic versus fundamentally pessimistic, which means I naturally lean towards seeing everything that's not right, everything I don't have. And the mind's going to perpetuate what you tell it to. And so if you keep focusing on, well, this is flawed and that is flawed and this is not perfect and this is not perfect, you know, I know someone who goes, uh, um, Oh, I, I should get outside now while it's nice because it's it's it, it's going to get cold in a month from now. Like it's like what? Why are you even focus? Like go outside now. It's so beautiful. It's so nice. All these things enriches you. By focusing on what is not coming, by focusing on what will, the negative, your mind's going to keep looking for that. This is not woohoo. This is just brain science. Caddy says you're grateful for your cousin and the time we will spend together next week for the holidays. I'm assuming. Great. Let's seal in our practice, our gratitude slam practice today with the word perfect. Perfect. Meaning, it's just perfect in the present. Everything is perfect in the present because it's where you are. Even if it sucks, it's still perfect because that's where you are. Right? This idea of perfectionism of I'm going to play not to lose. I'm going to play not to get embarrassed. I'm going to play not to take risk. I'm gonna play not to fail, right? It's debilitating. I don't know anyone successful who plays to not lose. I know successful people who play to win or play or build or grow or inspire or give. Yeah, Raj is saying she loves how science is catching up with the woo. The science is definitely catching up with the woo. If you don't know what that means, you can direct message me. And I always, uh, Kathy's beat me to the punch. I always like to ask, what's your biggest key of the moment? 
What's your biggest key? And so for Kathy, it's perfection is debilitating. Yeah, there's negative perfectionism, which is I don't want to play to lose. And then there's high standards <laughs> and self-respect, which is I want to play to win. You know, and some people could call that perfectionism for the purpose of the debilitating attribute of perfectionism. I want to talk about it as the debilitating side. And there's perfectionism in the work and then there's perfectionism in relationships. I know that I super ruminate when my mind starts thinking about, oh, this is going to make my relationship with a friend or relationship with a coworker or this is going to make relationships in the meeting um, incongruent with each other. But maybe they, the incongruence needs to show, right? So Roz's key is play to win. Yeah. So um, as always, I'd love it if you invited one person into the Gratitude Slam today. You can just go to the Gratitude Slam. You hit invite. And again, if you're ever interested in exploring any of these topics more, uh, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or uh, to have me come into your organization or group or wherever you are, um, I love speaking with groups and facilitating conversations about this direct message me once again and go, what would that look like? I'm totally open to it. Um, we've got a, a, a bit of a wait list, but it's great because I can build the wait list and I can be ready to serve people uh, in the upcoming months. So let's, I, I love you all and for showing up. And this was an intimate live group today, but I'm excited because it's uh, going to be beyond live uh, uh, as, as this goes and post and more people watch it. And our, our little group that could is definitely growing. It's excited, we're at like 2,100 members, which um, it's pretty cool because it's a high engagement group. So I'm really excited for the group that we have right now. Peace out rolling, my friend. So I'm really curious to hear, like, where on that spectrum do you find yourself? Are you a 10 where your desire to have perfect relationships and no shaken snow globes is debilitating? Or are you a one where you're like, don't care? So send me an email at michael at thelegacyofyou.com. Cheers.